1: at time. It's a Friday. That's right, Jim. I see you. Friday. And that means it's here. I'm glad you made it. There's a lot of weird news that I got at the last minute just before I got on the air. I mean, just now. Oh, I can't wait to tell you. Today's show is sponsored by Dissolving Underwear. Because who wants to wear wet undies anyway? it makes a whole lot of sense. It just dissolves off. Okay, so it's going to be a strange warning, but that's a good thing. Trigger warning.
2: Warning. This show contains reference to guns, liberty, limited government, low taxation, the cult of climate change, free thinking, cigar smoking, short people, rubber chickens, Karen's bureaucracy, liberal buzzwords, tour runs, traffic, toilets, terrible jokes, and more. No apologies will be issued. Guest callers may express any opinion they want without fear of being cancelled. Unless you're a loudmouth jerk like Dave, then Glenn will hang up on you. Strap in, hold on to your coffee and feel free to participate this disclaimer does not
1: refer to every person named dave just one particular Dave from san francisco we know a lot of daves they call this show all the time and they're great people so don't call this program and complain that we use your name that would be a real dave move dave okay some of the strange stories that started off this morning uh the big rat punks phil did not see his shadow and so it's supposed to be an earlier spring uh, okay uh, It's usually wrong anyway. And then there's other animals that are supposed to predict the weather, and they often disagree. So, there, just take that. Next, there were those illegals in New York you might have heard of. There was a couple police officers trying to arrest a guy who was an illegal alien. And a bunch of other illegals jumped on the cops and beat them up. So, they were all arrested, and they were let go without any bail, just let go now four of them got on a bus for California and gave false names when they got on that bus Uh, you're not surprised at that right neither am I but they're all supposed to come back for their court date sure that's gonna happen all right and no, everybody knows it's not going to which brings us back to so what are we exactly doing here Now, there's a few other stories that I have, and I'm going to, I want to give them all to you at once, but I'm just going to have to separate them out. Let's start with this one here. I'll go to Cowboy State Daily, and we're going to Riverton. That's one of those towns when you hear Riverton or Rock Springs, you tend to go, oh God, what now? Okay. Those towns are like the Florida man of Wyoming. Police have no clue why a Riverton man would steal. A $13 box of Tide Pods from Walmart. But he did. No clue about whether he was going to shove him up his nose or not, but I'll get to that. Riverton Police Department call uh, says Samuel Whiteplume, 42 years old, was already trespassed from a local Walmart. He's not allowed back. He's caused problems before. When police sergeant, moonlighting as store security Wednesday spotted him and because he had already been caught shoplifting in the past this offense now a felony for him that could get him if convicted up to 10 years not just for the tide pods but you know repeat convictions so he could get up to 10 years when the sergeant confronted the guy he took uh, off he just ran so the sergeant chased him and tackled him they went to the ground where the unopened bag of Tide Pods fell from under the sweatshirt. The sergeant also allegedly discovered a syringe caked in methamphetamine. Gee, big shock there, right? But the Tide Pods aren't an ingredient in methamphetamine, so is this guy doing laundry what, right? The captain could only think of two possible Tide Pod needs, pressing enough to make anyone steal them. Actually doing laundry or eating them to receive a dangerous... uh, Well, that TikTok fad was around six years ago of eating Tide Pods. Sounds like that's coming back around again, said some people. I don't know if it is or not. So the Tide Pod has not been reported as a problem in Fremont County or around Wyoming. Wyoming Division of Criminal Investigation Director also scratched his head at the theft of Tide Pods. He said that the problem, it was a huge problem nationwide while it lasted. But they didn't really have to deal with it in Wyoming, people eating Tide Pods. There's always a chance that the alleged thief really had to do some laundry, he said. Either way, this uh, plan for the Tide Pods police uh, recommended one count of felony burglary against them, punishable at maximum 10 years in prison. And that's mainly because, again, of of other things he's done in the past. Story says that's a steeper charge for Fremont County invokes in a unique way to address repeat shoplifting. Now, pause there for a minute. Some of you have heard what I'm about to play. Let's go to California real quick. The governor of California, Newsom, you know, retail theft in California is at an all-time high, and it's really brazen sometimes this whole gangs go in and take everything and just walk out as long as they keep it below 900 some dollars nobody's gonna do anything to them right that's the case in california it's gotten so bad that a lot of people just walk in grab stuff and just walk out casually because they know nobody's gonna do anything about it governor Newsom. now this is he is in a kind of a zoom meeting and he's talking about something that happened to him because governor Newsom actually went shopping and i forget if he was at a walmart or a target or something like that but he was at a retail store and he watched somebody right in front of him just walk out with a bunch of stuff and he was confused as to why nobody tried to stop this shoplifter who just casually walked out in fact the governor even helped the guy the guy had dropped something the governor picked it up and handed it to him hey you dropped this Guy said thanks and just walked out the door without paying. Now, the governor was shocked. How do you let him do that? Well, governor, it's because of you. Now, the governor's in complete denial that his policies have caused this to happen in California. Here's the
3: audio. He says, sir, uh, you dropped this. And he comes back, picks it up, and keeps walking out. As we're checking out, the woman says, oh, he's just walking out. He didn't pay for that. I said, well, why are you stopping him? She goes, oh, the governor. swear to God, true story. And my mom's great. The governor lowered the threshold. There's no, there's no, there's no accountability. There's no, I said that's just not true. And I said it's just not true. There's still a stop. He said, well, we don't stop them because of the governor. And then she goes, she looks at me twice, and then she freaks out. She calls everyone over, wants to take photos. I'm like, no, I'm not taking a photo. We're having a conversation. Where's your manager? How are you blaming the governor? And it was, you know, $380 later. And I was like, why am I spending $380? Everyone can walk the hell right out.
1: Yeah, see, Governor, because of your own rules, and he's, this is a true liberal with a cognitive disorder of some time. I'm really, there's some kind of mental issue. And you know he's got mental issues does not understand that his own policy caused that. Hey, Governor, you could have just grabbed $380 worth of stuff and just walked out, and they wouldn't have stopped you. And that's your policy. Meantime, here in Wyoming, a guy who was stealing Tide Pods, but he's a repeat offender. Because he's a repeat offender, he could face up to 10 years in jail. That doesn't mean he will get 10 years in jail, but he could face up to that much. Because here in Wyoming, you notice... The guy trying to steal the Tide Pods was bum-tackled and arrested, and he's actually going to be dealt with. Meantime, the governor of California, I don't know why, don't blame me. Lead to cognitive
4: distortions. this distortion? No, cognitive distortions. cogendaz Dispersion, Getting further away. Cognitive distortions. I don't know what you're saying. It's when you think things are different than how they actually are. Oh, like imaginary. Kind of, but bad imaginary. No way! <laughs>
0: Yep, there you have it. A new level of crazy, and you heard it here first. Now, Glenn Woods fits in your pocket with the Wake Up Wyoming Mobile app. This is AM 1030, K2 Radio.
1: Six point two is the time it's Wake Up Wyoming. Okay, so let's review real quick here for those just joining. Guy in... What did I say? Was it Riverton? Oh, that... Let me go back just to make sure. Become U.S. Chuck Hageman. There we go. Yeah, Riverton Man. Sorry, I just got a little distracted on where that was. Riverton Man, basically bum-tackled by a cop in Riverton. He was trying to steal Tide Pods. He's a repeat shoplifting offender, so he could get up to 10 years. He was bum-tackled right there in the store, too, they dealt with him. Meantime, California, you can go ahead and steal as long as you don't steal above a certain amount. And then they're just not going to arrest you. They're not going to prosecute you. You can get away with it. And California criminals know this. And so they've been having a heyday. They just now walk into stores, grab what they want, and just walk out and don't even bother to pay. And nobody tries to stop them. And stores are closing because of this. So the governor who was shopping was completely caught off guard when he saw this right in front of his face even talked to the guy who was stealing and helped him. You'll hear the audio, I'm gonna play it again. And then was shocked when people at the store blamed him.
3: says, sir, uh, you dropped this. And he comes back, picks it up, and keeps walking out. As we're checking out, the woman says, oh, he's just walking out, he didn't pay for that. I said, well, why are you stopping? Him? She goes, oh, the governor. Swear to God, true story, and my mom's great. The governor lowered the threshold. There's no, there's no, there's no accountability. There's no, I said, that's just not true. And I said, it's just not true. There's still stop. He said, well, we don't stop them because of the government. And then she goes, she looks at me twice and then she freaks out. She calls everyone over, wants to take photos. I'm like, no, I'm not taking a photo. We're having a conversation, where's your manager? Are you blaming the governor? And it was, you know, $380 later. And I was like, why am I spending $380? Everyone can walk the hell right out.
1: He has. Absolutely no clue. Is he that disconnected? I think he really is. Okay, now let's go to some other places here. You might have heard this story yesterday. Uh, Anna Presley is a Democrat who thinks that she's part of the squad, by the way. And she thinks that Walgreens closing in her district is racist. But here's the story. She said, quote, Mr. Speaker, Walgreens is planning to close yet another pharmacy in the Massachusetts 7th, this time on Warren Street in Roxbury, a community that is 85% black and Latino. She began explaining that the closure is part of a larger trend abandoning low-income communities. Quote, when a Walgreens leaves the neighborhood, they disrupt the entire community, and they take with them baby formula, diapers, asthma inhalers, life-saving medications, and, of course, jobs, she continued. Explaining her belief that these closures are not arbitrary, but they are, and they are not innocent, she says, "quote They're life-threatening acts of racial and economic discrimination, and that's why I join with Senator Markey and Bourne to demand answers." Well, okay, I can go ahead and give you the answers right now. Theft at Walgreens, just theft at Walgreens. And I have one example after the next here. In fact, if you go to many Walgreens around the country, not so much here in Wyoming, because I'd go to Walgreens in Wyoming from time to time. And it's just a regular old Walgreens, like I always remember them. But if you go to certain cities, most everything is behind glass. And you have to go get an employee to unlock the glass to give you the product and then they'll escort you right to the cash register. Walgreens, dear Lord, what, they are, what they've are what they gone through. Especially in these communities like this... this congresswoman comes from. And she doesn't understand. They're just closing it because of racism. No, they're closing it because they're being ripped off. All the store does is lose money because of all the theft. Now, here's another one. Story says here in this video, Beloved Denny's in Democrat-run Oakland closes permanently... Due to crime. And I'm going to see real quick if I can play Denny's in
5: Oakland served its last meal today. After 54 years, the restaurant shut down for good, citing concerns over crime. As KTV's Henry Lee reports, this is just the latest business to close its doors due to the ongoing violence. The Denny's in Oakland, known for being always open, is now forever closed because of crime concerns. <laughs> Once again, the chickens have come home to roost.
6: I feel so bad for the city of Oakland because it's like everybody's leaving. The restaurant closed for good at one
5: Wednesday afternoon. Seems like only the chickens will be staying. Denny's officials would not go on camera. But a sign on the front door says in part, the safety and well-being of Denny's team members and valued guests is our top priority.
1: You get the idea then. It just it, They can't. It's just not safe there anymore. Let's go to Chicago real quick. Chicagoans are installing barricades to guard against crash and grab robbers. Crash and grab robbery. They just bust right through. They drive their vehicle right through the front door window of the store, jump out, grab what they want, and drive off. This is Even in high-end areas around town, they've been doing this. Different kind of window shopping, if you will. Well, I mean, there's window shopping, then there's this. And so some of these stores are just installing barriers to stop that. But that just is going to mean they don't have to replace the windows up front. That just means that the people will pull up, get out of their vehicles. Boy, talk about first world problems. You got to park your vehicle. You got to get out and walk all the way in. Then shoplift. And walk all the way back out to your car. Lord, what a hassle. Coming up on 630, local news, coming away right after local news update on the weather forecast. And you and I are going to get back into it again with this and more stories that are just, I, I just throw up my hands and go, that's just absolutely unbelievable. And at some point, I hope at some point the general public has just had enough, especially because we're in an election year. So please tell me, folks, you've had enough. Let's wake up, Wyoming.
0: So many opinions, we had to build the Wake Up Wyoming mobile app to hold them all. Free download from AM 1030 K2 Radio. 6.36
1: at the time, it's Wake Up, Wyoming. So Jim and Casper, in response to what I've been talking about, says, most people believe and will still believe what the liberal mainstream media and and politicians say. They will not, in some cases, ever hear the truth. This is how the state of talk former news outlets are in this country, which is true. I, I don't even call them news outlets anymore. It's talk television. We have socialist media that are the voice of the party on both sides. On that news, on that note, I should say, Mike from the video stream in Leeds, South Dakota, you called this news what I was talking about? Elmo is brutally assaulted on live national television, and you totally ignore it. Well, that's true. Let, let me deal with that. Uh, on what was it, the Today Show? I think it was. Yeah, the Curb Your Enthusiasm star, Larry David, was going to appear on the show to uh, hype his last episode or last season, I should say, of Curb Your Enthusiasm. Yeah, today's show is what he was on. Well, he wasn't supposed to be on the air yet. Instead, they had Elmo. And, of course, Elmo was standing behind the couch as always, right? I mean, not like there's someone behind underneath the couch puppeteering him, but whatever. Larry David walks out and just starts smacking Elmo around and beating him up. And then turns and walks off. And it just shocked everybody. What are you doing? You're beating up Elmo. Well, I'm all in favor of beating up Elmo. Of course, Tickle Me Elmo. That was really annoying. Sesame Street star Elmo, big time star, right? Just got beaten up on live television. Now, what I would like to see is Elmo get revenge. I would like to see a profanity laced tirade by Elmo. And then I would like uh, Elmo at some point, just a video of Elmo beating up Larry David. I think that would be absolutely hysterical. So maybe somebody can arrange that. Elmo's revenge. And I think kids would love to see that, especially how many kids did he traumatize, Larry David traumatized, by beating up Elmo on live television. Also... Larry David just... I watched the video of it. While you guys were in that important news and information break, I was watching the video. And Larry David totally just suckered Elmo. Just walked up out of the blue and just started smacking him around. That was total sucker punches there. Elmo never got a chance to put up his dukes and fight back. So, I do think we need to have an episode where I want, again, an Elmo profanity-laced tirade. Tirade? Tirade. And then... I want to see Elmo just beat the crap out of Larry David. Then I think it's even, and I think kids across America would cheer, especially in today's society where there's so much lawlessness going on among the youth. They would just love to see Elmo handle Larry David. I wonder, do you think we're going to have episodes of Sesame Street that teach young people how to shoplift? Well, I mean, why the hell not? It's it's what's going on, especially when Sesame Street is supposed to be a neighborhood in New York. If that's the case, then why not really have it represented? Because they want representation. They're, They're always doing this, have representation of what's going on in our communities. So let's teach the kids on Sesame Street how to do things like shoplift. By the way, a while back, and I thought this was just stupid a while back Sesame Street decided to have one of their puppets be a homeless character so they can talk about homelessness and my thought was wasn't that what Oscar the Grouch was supposed to be Oscar the Grouch lives in a garbage can right out front where everybody can see him so if Oscar the Grouch is the smelly looking guy who lives in a garbage can then why the hell would Sesame Street need to make a homeless character? What was Oscar after? Wasn't it? Okay. Well, all right. Chet and Yoder, yes, I agree. And polls show uh, Biden leading Trump. We're not going to get out of this mess. Uh, Chet, you've heard me say it before. Ignore the polls. Ignore the polls. They don't mean anything. They're garbage. Okay. Polls are going to say all sorts of things and they're going to disagree with each other and they don't mean a thing. Now think about, and this is an analogy I gave a little while ago. Let's say we, the election is in November. Let's say a meteorologist tried to give you a weather forecast for November 2nd, today. And today is February 2nd. So we're going to go from February 2nd to November 2nd to try to give you a weather forecast. How accurate do you think the forecast will be? And if you're thinking, well, not at all, you can't forecast that far out. Exactly. And polls can't do that either. So, you know.
0: 642 Wake... Take Glenn anywhere with the Wake Up Wyoming mobile app. Wake Up Wyoming with Glenn Woods on AM 1030 K2 Radio. 6.49
1: is the time. It's Wake Up, Wyoming. Off to the icebox we go. Frank Gambino waiting by. Frank, who's already decided what he's doing with his weekend because after this break, you're out of here.
5: I'm out of here, yeah. Yeah, So the roads are good today. We'll see where we are tomorrow. Yeah,
1: okay. It should be – well, as I heard from Donde this morning – Wet, rainy, wet to begin with because it really doesn't on that. You're going to be on that side of the like Gillette, Gillette. today, state, d- maybe today. Rollins okay. tomorrow. Okay, because most of it should be on just the wet side. It doesn't get cold enough to really produce the snow you're thinking about. Uh, very good. Okay, that's all yeah, good. It
5: can snow as much as it wants. Yeah. After I'm done.
1: Yeah, uh, the high country, however, is going to get quite a bit of it. Just don't take the high country roads.
5: No, no, no. We we stay in the. Okay. Why are you going to Gillette? Uh, there's a huge indoor track meet
1: today. Okay. For high school. Huge, okay. Huge. huge. Okay. Huge. Shouldn't those kids be in class or something like no, that? No, no. This is their athletic class. Oh, their athletic class. Okay. Yes. Do they have to study for anything else while they're running? Well, I, I've, I've yet to see anybody pull out a book. Well, maybe they <laughs> can put like <laughs> headphones in and learn and listen to something while they're running. Well,
5: well they, they do, and it's not academic.
1: Oh. Okay. It's it music. Be, you know. Okay.
5: Taylor Swift, for all I know, or I, uh, pro- whoever. You know? Well,
1: can we get Taylor Swift to sing about something educational? Oh, I'm, I'm
5: sure she will, yeah. Uh, at some know. point,
1: yeah, yeah, she's doing everything else.
5: Yeah, I mean... She know, might as well. I mean, she's... You know, maybe maybe yeah. she drives the this,
1: the school bus for she's some She's going to get most of the airtime during the Super Bowl, oh, so sure why not? Oh, I'm sure she will, yeah. Yeah, okay. I mean, and, and then she's going to sit up there probably being very judgmental of the halftime show. Do you think... I'll lay money <laughs> wait, wait, on this.
5: Wait, wait, no, is this... I wonder if she, I thought she wasn't even supposed to be there at all. Oh, really? She, she, she's on tour or something. I got oh, to double check okay. that. Not that, that, that I really if keep up is on that there stuff. You know?
1: During the halftime show, I guarantee you they're going to show her during the halftime show, even though she's not the halftime uh, show. Um, pretty much.
5: Yep. All right. High school basketball statewide. First of all, the Trona will be at Cheyenne Central. That boys' game will be pretty interesting. Uh, the Central is rated number one in 4A, and Central one, and the Trona is rated third. Also. Thunder Basin will be at Laramie. Evanston will visit Kelly Walsh and Casper. Sheridan will go over to Cheyenne East. Campbell County will be in Cheyenne to take on Cheyenne South and Wright will be at Glenrock. In men's college basketball coming up tomorrow, the Wyoming Cowboys will be at home to meet UNLV, or excuse me, on the road to meet UNLV in Las Vegas. Cowboys will come into that game at 5-3 and three in Mountain West Conference play, 12-9 and nine overall after that win over the Air Force earlier this week uh, down in Colorado Springs. And the Runnin' Rebels coming in at 4-4 four and four, uh, in Mountain West play, 11 and- nine overall. That's a 6 p.m. start tomorrow from Vegas. We'll have that for you on K Two Radio and Casper and KCGY and Laramie. Wyoming well, I mean, Cowgirl basketball team will be at home uh, to take on Nevada tomorrow afternoon at 2 p.m. Nevada will come into that game at 5 and 4 uh, in league play and 11 and 11 overall. The Cowgirls after that loss to UNLV on Wednesday night are 7 and 2 in Mountain West play and 12 and 8 overall. So that's a 2 p.m. start tomorrow from the A in Laramie. Junior college basketball, the Casper College women overall triple C 75 63 so, Casper improves to 18 and 5. They got 20 points from Angela Estorga. LCCC drops to 9 and 12, and they were just two of 16 from three point land. And the Casper College men beat LCCC 101 94 in an amazing game. 160 shots were taken in that game and 55 three pointers. Casper is 14 and 9 overall, and they were led by Jimmy Jones with 23. LCCC drops to 12 and 11 on the year. Coming up in high school wrestling, in the number of duels today, east Laramie and Central will go to the northern part of the state today to, to, to wrestle duels with Sheridan, Thunder Basin and Campbell County. Coming up tomorrow there's a big tournament in Rollins there's a big tournament in Grable and Southeast and Yoder will also host be hosting duels um, and then there's also a huge indoor track meet, the Basin Nation uh, meet that will start this morning at the Campbell County Recreation Center and our Wild Preps Athletes of the Week have been announced. Valerie Jerick from Star Valley, uh, she's our girls Winner, and she won the high jump and the 400 meters in the Pocatello indoor meet. She's also a Duke University signee. Ronnie Prophet uh, uh, is one of our boys uh, athletes of the week. Uh, in wrestling, he uh, won the Ronthon tournament the third time for in his career and also level wrestler James Love, uh, an athlete of the week. Uh, he won the heavyweight division at the Ronthon wrestling tournament.
1: Have you ever won some kind of an award for how many miles you've driven? No, no, no. Yeah, we should probably give that to you. At no, some point no, no,
5: no, no, yes, no, no, okay. no. No, no. Well,
1: I mean, between you and some truck driver, who, th- who do you think has put more miles? Well, on the truck own?
5: driver is, you yeah. Think so? Yeah,
1: oh, okay. I'll, you
5: know, but, but we'll, we'll
1: beep horns at each other every yeah, so often. No, hey. I'll, I'll get back with you on that one. Yeah. i got to look up the numbers. Thank <laughs> you, friend. Drive careful. Coming up on some local business, we have to take care We're going to roll into news time after that. National local update on the weather forecast. Wake up, Wyoming. 106 at a time. Wake up, Wyoming. It's a Friday, and I'm so glad you made it all the way through. We'll get to phones in just a bit from now, but first, okay, I started this morning with just some of the weirdest stories. Today's show is sponsored by Dissolving Underwear, because who wants to wear wet undies anyway? So they get wet, they just dissolve. Makes total sense to me. Okay, so let's go to the Wyoming Department of Corrections. They just posted an ad. If you're looking for work they have work for you The story says by uh, lady up the hole who now works in the fishbowl colby three months ago she says k2 the, so for those who don't know it's k2 radio and casper one of the stations that carries this program reported that the wyoming department of correction moved over 200 inmates out of state due to staffing shortages so that means wyoming is paying other states to take care of those 200. We just don't have the staff. And it's not for lack of trying. They've been trying to hire people. So, okay. They decided to make some changes to try to attract more people to get work. At the top of the list is paying corrections officers more money. Okay. So they went from $20.66 an hour. I wonder where the 66 cents comes from. That just seems kind of odd to me. $20, you get paid $20.66, hour. Why not just $20 or $21? But okay, an hour. And they're raising that to $25.26 an hour. Okay, that's a nice raise, but what's with the $0.26? Why not just make that uh, $26 an hour or just a straight 25 But okay, anyway. So it's a $5 raise, we'll say, just to round it off. That's nice. But then, in order to also attract people, they're going to, and the inmates at our prisons are going to love this, they're going to reduce the physical requirements. That'll be less intensive. So, okay, more out of shape corrections officers. The department did not say what that means exactly, but the current standards. Now, here we go. Let's go ahead and run the numbers on this. Ready? The current standards require women between the ages of 18 and 44 to be able to run one mile in less than 17 minutes. Men need to be able to cover one mile running in 15 minutes. Okay, but the problem is... At an average walking pace for the average adult, the average adult male can walk one mile in 14 minutes. So let's... Okay, so... Okay, let me... Trying to figure out... Okay, so I tried to figure out why would it take them longer to run a mile than to walk a mile. And my only answer is at some point if you're trying to run a mile you have to stop and catch your breath, and that's going to take a few minutes. Like the old story between the tortoise and the hare, right? Other standards, being able to perform various amounts of push-ups and sit-ups, depending on age, and some defense tactics as well. So they're going to give you a self-defense course in case there's a riot. The story says, Colby says, we've reached out to Wyoming's training academy, a manager, to learn more about these standards, will be adjusted. And they were not immediately available. We'll update radio listeners, she said, when we know. So there's a shorter recruiting process often. The the original hiring process for corrections officers took between two and three months. They often lost employees during that time. Yeah, so, and, and this would be very typical... For bureaucracy. How long does it take to hire someone? Now, this is where I've said I before I've been an employer before. It did not take me two or three months to hire someone. You usually knew within a day or two. Okay, so let me see. The lengthy process involves two standard peace officer, standard in training and Prison Rape Elimination Act, and yada, yada, yada. Now the hiring process will only include a basic interview and background check, which is what it should have been in the first place. Is this person in good enough shape, which you can usually tell when they walk through the door? Not everything, but you know, you get a pretty good idea and then ask them some basic questions and so on. And sometimes there's, uh, for, for a job like this, there might be a test, but there's a background test, uh, some kind of background check. The organization wrote that other assessments can be done for hiring as long as they complete within a certain time. The process will allow new officers to be hired in as little as three days. Oh, that's much better. This is what happens when you get rid of the bureaucracy. You can hire someone within just a couple of days. Last month, the last month of, I'm sorry, of 2023 compared to the last three months of 2022 yielded six times more applications for comparison than December of 2023. They got 48 applications for the same month. The training academy has three times as many trainees in January, and they've gained five of their former employees since that changed. Okay and gained them back, I guess. And then the story does have a... You can go ahead and and click to apply if you'd like to take a look at the application for that. Oh, look. um, Okay, wait a second now. It's a Friday, so I'm going to go ahead and give uh, Miss Mary a bit of a treat. Mary, I'm sending you a link to the story that I'm reading from. Just scroll down to the gallery at the bottom. If you haven't already, I think you'll really enjoy that all right so i still would like to know because colby when she wrote up this story she caught it now i'm gonna go ahead and and type it i'm just gonna go ahead and do a little bit of a search uh of this just to see let's see how long does it take the average adult to walk a mile let's see what it says Yeah, okay. So the average person, it says, will walk a mile in about 15 minutes. And yet, in order to... Well, it's 14 to 15 minutes. Yeah, And yet, if you want to run it in order to be able to apply for this job, they're going to test you physically. So can you run it in more time than it takes you to walk it? Now, again, I have to try to stop and think, what exactly is... What exactly is the purpose of it taking longer to run? It's got to be because you have to stop and catch your breath. And then pick yourself up off the ground. And then try to start running again. Like the old story of the tortoise and the hare. We know why the tortoise run, because it won that thing, because the tortoise paced himself. So, okay, tell you what, just walk it, but look like you're running it. That'll be fine. Meantime, looking at the lowered standards, the prisoners in Wyoming must be looking at that thinking, oh, great. If we thought it was easy to take these people out before, this is just going to be a piece of cake, right? Sure will.
2: Do y'all realize that with the rise of self-driving cars, it's only a matter of time before there's a country song about how a cowboy's truck left him, too.
0: Yep, there you have it. A new level of crazy. And you heard it here first
1: day the right way. Wake Up Wyoming with Glenn Woods on K2 Radio. Join the conversation at 888-97-Woods. 720 is the time. It's Wake Up Wyoming. Alright, 888-97-Woods the phone number. That's 888-97-WOODS. Here's a diabolical plan that I like. Wyoming wants to use $10 million in... Biden tax credits to get up more oil. Oh, perfect. Cowboy's tight daily story. Wyoming is angling to set up a $10 million fund to incentivize carbon storage for enhanced oil recovery projects using Biden administration tax credits. Now, see, just pumping CO2 into the ground to keep it out of the atmosphere is just stupid. It's anti-science. It's stupid. But... CO2 used to get more oil, because anyone who's in the oil industry who's in the business of extracting oil will tell you that they go ahead and suck as much oil out of the ground as they can, but actually most of it's left behind. In many cases, most of it's left behind. So what do they do to get at it? Well, one of the things they will do is pump in CO2. So the net effect of the fund is to throw money into the state's coffers even as federal clean air policies... Well, I hate when they say clean air policies. Because CO2 is not a pollutant. Anyway, have handcuffed the oil and gas industry's efforts to expand. Story says the fund is not yet a done deal, as the Wyoming legislature must approve the gambit when lawmakers meet starting February 12th. The fund would take advantage of a complicated tax credit offered in the Federal Inflation and Reduction Act, which had nothing to do with in reducing inflation. President Joe Biden signed that into law August 2022, and it could stimulate a several-fold payout in tax incentives for the state. It's a great opportunity, said one uh, Rob Krieger, executive director of Wyoming Energy Authority. He authorized, or organized, I'm sorry, uh, to get the administration's new funds to help out with this in effect it would initially draw from energy tax receipts in the rainy day fund technically known as the legislation stabilization reserve act the as a the tax credits kick in for businesses that store co2 they're going to use storing co2 as enhanced oil recovery all right well again it's just a. Uh, Not exactly what the Biden administration had in mind, but good. Let's go ahead and use it that way. I think it's a great idea. That's the only time I agree with shoving CO2 underground. By the way, I had now, there's a story I have on Wake Up Wyoming on the website. Miss Mary will alert it out at some point. But it has to do with a new study. Now, the past studies have shown this. This is the most recent study. The earth is getting greener much greener i mean really a lot greener it's good news even some desert areas are green massive deserts like if you take a look at north africa and i think north africa used to be a very wet area with a lot of big lakes and marshes and so on that's why as far as we know the cradle of human civilization was in north africa And also around places like Iraq and Iran and so on and what we call the Middle East. All all those areas, which are now just sand dunes, at one time were among the most fertile green areas on the planet. And what happened? Well, for various reasons, the climate changed in that area, making them just sandy dunes. But as we dig down archaeologically, we find not just life from plant life to animal life, but human life was there. It was a very fertile area. That area is getting green again. And other areas that were already green are getting even greener. And the main reason why, according to this study, is there's more CO2 in the air. Yeah, greening is caused by atmospheric carbon dioxide, according to a new finding recently published. Greening is not uniform. About 55% of global land mass received an acceleration rate of vegetation growth and about 7.3 showed what they call browning in other words becoming more desert-like so while seven percent became more desert-like we have let's see the exact yeah 55 percent becoming just lusher greener thicker new study backed up by several old studies one of the old studies when i was putting this together one of the old studies that i pulled was from back in 2016 Now, we have studies before 2016, earlier than 2016, later than 2016. But let me just go to a 20, because we've known about this since the 1980s. But let's just take a look at the 2016 study. 32 authors from eight countries showed a widespread increase in greening. Vegetated areas are just getting thicker, greener, lusher. Even Dr. Roy Spencer, a former NASA scientist, talks about this. This is a quote from him. Though CO2 is... Necessary for life on Earth to exist, there is a precious little in the atmosphere, and he argues that we need more in the atmosphere. So, in recent times, CO2s in the Earth's atmosphere contributed to an annual, uh, let me see, two point three point eight percent rise in maize, rice, soybean, wheat, other staple foods. So, in other words, even farmers. Across the globe, notice that, hey, it's getting a lot easier. This is why I've told you before that if you wanted to buy, let's say, or build a greenhouse in your backyard, all right, uh, building a greenhouse would be more successful to you if you put in there a CO2 emitter. Because a CO2 emitter will actually make your plants greener thicker lusher more few fruits more vegetables dr patrick moore is the co-founder of greenpeace
4: projected co2 level in the absence of human emissions there it goes through that red line everything dies it could be a million years from now or two but that's not very long in the situation of life's history so life would have killed itself inadvertently by creating armor plating in the sea And we inadvertently are replenish it by finding fossil fuels and making cement. We didn't know that we were doing this positive role, but basically my paper, The Positive Influence of Human CO2 Emissions on the Survival of Life on Earth, is available on the internet, and it goes through the whole story. And we are life's savior, salvation, not its destroyer. Because it would have gone down if we had not intervened, if we had not stopped the continuous sedimentation of carb- calcium carbonate on the ocean floor.
1: So getting back to the story, if you want to take a look at this, I, if you have the Wake Up Wyoming app, which I you would say, go ahead and get that, free to download at your app store. And if you want, you can get certain alerts, including this one, which Miss Mary always alerts things out. It'll happen all during the course of the day and the weekend. Or you can just go to the Wake Up Wyoming site. And the title I gave it is New Study Wyoming helps green the earth, which at the same time, as you scroll down, points as to why and ask the question, why then is the governor of Wyoming trying to sequester, not just make us carbon neutral, but as he said at Harvard University, make us carbon negative. In other words, less than carbon neutral. He wants to capture it and store it in the ground and get it out of the atmosphere, which is exactly the opposite of what we should be doing. But again, don't believe what I say. If you read the story, you will be able to read studies that I've linked to, recent studies, older studies, but also watch various videos and so on from climatologists as they talk about this. And that would include a video by the gentleman you just heard there, which is the co-founder of Greenpeace. All right, coming up on, let's see, Dan. And I think Washington, D.C. is getting browner and deeper. That's Dan and Sioux Falls. Well, you wouldn't be wrong about that, but for an entirely different reason. All right, rolling into news at the bottom of the hour, right after news, local news. We have an update on your weather forecast. Then you and I get back into it again. 888 97 Woods, the phone number. That's eight 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 ninety-seven 97 W O O D S. It's Wake Up, Wyoming. Six of the time, it's Wake Up, Wyoming. Okay, I got to stop for just a minute here. First of uh, all, I-80 John over there in Grand Canyon wants me to ask Don Day about the I-80 corridor this weekend. I will. Because the weather changes up quite a bit for the weekend. So we'll see if that's going to stay open or close or whatever the case is. I know it's wetter, that's for sure. 7.45, I have Don Day on live with me. Your regional weatherman, he'll explain the whole thing. And on that note... So I was looking up some things on social media while you were in that news and information break. And I came across this posted by a guy named Chad. And it's from Bam Weather. BamWeather.com And it reads, Regardless of what our friend Mr. Groundhog, because, you know, today's Groundhog Day, there is an increasing signal for colder patterns over the next few weeks of February. So... We're going to have an early spring. And yet, according to meteorologists, uh, maybe, maybe not. But okay. The the groundhog hardly ever gets it right anyway. But here's what got me about it when I took a look at this. They show a map of the United States. And they show an area that includes uh, Washington State, Oregon, Idaho, Montana, Wyoming, the Dakotas most of minnesota and it says warmer than normal all right keep the eye keep that word normal in mind because i'm going to attack that next it shows for when you get down below denver colorado des moines and so on a huge area from los angeles all the way up to maine huge including chicago indianapolis dallas you know and so on it says colder than normal and my sister's going to hate this. When you get into the southern states, from actually from New York, but then go down to the Mason-Dixon line and go below that, all the way down to Florida, it says much colder than normal. And so what I answered there is, um, excuse me, let's take a look at what normal is. Normal is, when it comes to weather, nothing stays the same. It's always changing and evolving. There is no such thing as it's supposed to be. You've heard me say this before if you're a regular to the program. It drives me nuts when, when people talk about weather, they say normal. And it gives people the impression, well, it's supposed to be this way. So Florida, for example, is going to be much colder than normal. No, there is no normal here. It, this is ever evolving and changing, and that's what's normal. And this reminds me of the time that I saw a... A reporter in North Carolina, during a North Carolina drought, he was up in uh, the foothills of some area. And he was standing in a pond that was about up to his calves, way out there in the pond. And he pointed just above his head and said, the water is supposed to be up to here. No, it's not supposed to be up to there. That lake did not always, that pond did not always exist. I don't know if it was man-made or natural, but either way, that pond did not always exist. And someday it's going to be gone. And that's normal. And during the existence of that pond, the water is going to take every possible level. From really low to overflowing and everything in the middle. And that's what normal is. Normal is it doesn't stay the same. I have to do that because I'm constantly taking a look. In fact, I'm going to say for a moment here this, bamweather.com. And I'll answer them specifically about what normal is. I doubt I'll get them to change it because I've been using that terminology for so long. But it drives me absolutely crazy. If you want to talk about average, but even average temperature or average rainfall has nothing to do with what it's supposed to be. Because there is no supposed to be. It's going to constantly change and evolve. If you take a look at, since we're, if you're with me here in Wyoming, take a look at what Wyoming looked like a 1,000 years ago, weather-wise, it's completely different. Let's go back a 100,000 years, weather in Wyoming, completely different. Let's go back a million years for weather in Wyoming, completely different. And if we could go forward in time, you would find the same thing. It just doesn't stay the same, it never does. There is no such thing as this is what normal is, and it's supposed to be. What normal is is change. So yeah, I got hold of the now the Facebook page for that little Weather Channel Facebook page. I'll go ahead and drop them. No, I don't think I'm going to get anything out of it, but see, Tim is saying maybe a better term w- than normal would be average. Yeah, I do think so. My sister much colder. For her well, if they're correct about that, yeah. Uh, There there are some changes that are going to happen to the weather. But, yeah, average temperature. But, again, when you take a look at the average, as Don Day will talk about, he'll talk about a 30-year average. Because if you think about it, we really have not been keeping temperatures on this planet very accurately for very long. Human beings have not been keeping temperatures in California. Why did I say California? Had not been keeping temperatures on Earth for very long. And when we do keep temperatures, we're not very accurate at it. We've only recently started to get good at it. Even then, there's a lot of problems. So what is the temperature supposed
0: to be then, right? 742 Wakers. He's talking to himself in a padded room, and you could be the voice in his head. Join the conversation on Wake Up Wyoming, 866-97-Woods.
1: 745's the time. Okay, here's what gets me. So there's this sleeping groundhog that somebody grabs by the back of the neck and pulls out of his hole and asks him what the weather is. In the meantime, Don Day, who shows up every single day and uses, like, you know, science, nobody called him.
7: Well, you know, I did not go outside to see if I saw my shadow okay, or not. Maybe so that's what I need
1: to do. Doesn't count. if Doesn't see your shadow? Okay. So uh, the, the stupid rat is saying that we're going to get an early spring. What do you say?
7: Well, let's put this into perspective. So February 2nd is right in between. The reason why it's February 2nd, it's halfway between the official start of winter and the official start of spring. And so it's that midway point, but the midway point for Pennsylvania is about early February. It is nowhere close to our midpoint around here. So if if we go six weeks from now, that puts us at what? The middle of March. That's uh. That doesn't mean anything. No, not to I mean, us, it doesn't, no. It doesn't, no. doesn't mean anything. So it's fun, you know, okay. it's a party, you know, yeah. for, it, but it's, I would say it's really an exclusively an East Coast thing, you okay. know, it's those, it's those wingtip shoe folks. Uh, so. Yeah, those
1: wingtip, yeah. I haven't thought about calling yeah. them that in a while. Okay, yeah, there you go. All right, so, in, oh, I-80 John up in Granite Canyon wants to know this weekend, however, how's the pass going to be over the mountains?
7: Socked in with very thick fog okay. and snow. Uh, it, it will probably snow a, a fair amount up there on the summit between Laramie and Cheyenne. And, you know, that leads into the travel concerns this weekend. You know, we've been talking about this being a very spring-like storm with a lot of upslope on the eastern side of the state coming from the southeast out of the Gulf. Historically, that area along inner city between Laramie and Cheyenne can get super dense fog in this pattern along with the snow. And we'll see areas of the state that have other dense areas of fog as well. Very soupy.
1: Okay, now that soupiness also comes, I know some rain is gonna come into the area. So I guess rain, snow, uh, just gonna depend on where you're at.
7: Yeah, 6,000 feet I think is where the the snow line's gonna be where it's gonna accumulate enough to be a difference. Below that, you're gonna probably have uh, rain and a rain snow mix, snow sticking to the grassy areas. Uh, But it's definitely going to be elevation driven in terms of where the heavier snow will fall. But this convergence of storms, the Pacific storm in this Gulf of Mexico situation, is going to direct a lot of high water content snow into the mountains. So this is good. This is going to be a high water content snow for most of Wyoming's, if not all of Wyoming's major mountain ranges. So this will be a really nice boost to the snowpack. And this pattern, this is a pattern change. This is going to lead to more weather down the road for us okay. as well. Okay,
1: and just watch out for that morning fog.
7: Yeah, if you're going to travel this weekend, it's going to be soupy and wet.
1: Okay. All right. Thank you, Don. Have a great weekend. Don Day with Day Weather. I was about to go clicking all sorts of buttons to go talk to Frank Gambino, but Frank is actually on the road right now. So, it, and this this kind of screws me up when I do this. Yeah, Frank. I was just telling everybody. Whenever you're on the road like this, I have to really. It, it's a lot of hard work to not click all the buttons to bring you up the way I normally do. Okay,
5: you, but but you click the right buttons. Push j- the yeah. button, Max. Do you and remember that that line yes. from that movie? Uh huh. Push push the button, Max.
1: Yes, and so yeah, punch it, Chewy would be another one. Uh, Frank, real quick question for you here. Uh, yet once again, I have a image that came up to me on social media. It's a kitchen from the seventies and the colors are yellow and orange
5: yes that was uh, evidently women seemed to like that
1: i don't know there was another one that i saw it was um let me see it was sort of a, a lot of yellows included this but it was a like a yellow and a red color that did match and then there was that awful green that they used
5: Oh, like olive green.
1: Yeah, I black. just, oh, never did like that. So there's several kitchens of that. And then this was a time when plastics were coming in. So the picture that I'm looking at here has a whole lot of plastics in the kitchen, including the cabinets above the sink. Yeah, They're like a roller plastic that you roll up instead of opening the door.
5: Really?
1: Yes. That was... I
5: think in today's standards, it would be appalling.
1: Yes. Now... Even the telephone is this ugly orange color. <laughs> I, on the
5: wall with a really long cord. Yes,
1: yeah. Now, the the long cord reminds me of something. Because now, on our one of our houses, when my sister and I were growing up there on Sanibel, the phone in the kitchen had this extra long cord. And I felt like I was a free person because I could walk anywhere in the kitchen with that long cord. I was free, Frank, because I had this yes. long cord. Today, however, I don't even have to be in my own kitchen. No, oh,
5: no, you can be in someone else's
1: kitchen. Yes, we we didn't think about that when we were that young, that that was the possibility that we could be absolutely everywhere. Like, where are you right now?
5: I'm in Edgerton, Wyoming.
1: Okay, so you just kind of pulled over there, and how is Edgerton looking today?
5: It looks pretty quiet. I mean, there's there's an animal across the road. I'm not sure if it's an ostrich or
1: a Yes, I've seen that one. I I think it's a a llama. I think it is. I've seen that one. I know exactly what you're talking about. Oh, message from Donde real quick. Just be careful. There's going to be a lot of fog while you're driving this weekend, okay?
5: I'm all over it. Okay. High school basketball. Stay quiet today and tonight. In 4A, Notrona will be at Cheyenne Central in boys and girls play. On the boys' side, Central is rated number one in a wild Peps poll, and Notrona is third. Under Basin will be over in Laramie. Evanston will travel to Casper to meet Kelly Walsh. Sheridan over in Ch- at Cheyenne East. That is Campbell County at Cheyenne South. And then in the 2A range, Wright will be at Glenrock. Men's college basketball coming up tomorrow. The Wyoming Cowboys will be in Las Vegas to take on UNLV, the folks coming off that win over the Air Force earlier this week. They're five and three in Mountain West play, twelve and nine overall. UNLV is four and four in league play, eleven and nine overall. That is a six PM start from Vegas tomorrow. We'll have that for you on KT Radio in Casper and KCGY in Laramie. The Wyoming Cowgirl basketball team will be at home tomorrow afternoon to meet the Nevada Wolfpack. Calgros after that loss at UNLV on Wednesday are seven and two in Mountain West Play, twelve and eight overall. Nevada comes in at five and four overall, eleven and 5 and four in lead play, eleven and eleven overall, as a two PM start from the double A in Larry tomorrow. In junior college basketball from last night, the Casper College women improved to eighteen and five with a seventy-five sixty-three win over L Triple C from Cheyenne. Angela Estorga from Wyoming Indian High School had 20 points to lead the T Birds, so they are 18 and 5. L Triple C drops to 9 and 12 on the year. They were two of 16 from three point land. Casper College men outlasted the LC C guys, one oh one ninety four at the T Bird gym last night. That game featured hundred and sixty shots and fifty-five three pointers. Uh, Jimma Jones led Casper with 23, so they're 14 and eight, 9 on the year. L Trip drops to uh, 12 and 11 on the season. So Casper College, they will be at home on this weekend to uh, host Eastern Wyoming College on Saturday. L Trip will be at Western Wyoming and Rock Springs. In high school wrestling plenty of duels. A Cheyenne East, Cheyenne Central, Laramie will travel north to wrestle duels against Sheridan, Campbell County, and Thunder Basin. Coming up tomorrow, the uh, Southeastern Yoder has a big dual tournament. Grable has a big tournament, and Rollins has a big tournament. Indoor track and field, the Basin Nation meet begins this morning up in Gillette. That's going to be gigantic. And our Wild Preps Athletes of the Week this week, Valerie George from Star Valley. On the girls' side, she won the high jump in the 400 in the Popatello indoor meet. Ronnie Prophet, the Kemmerer wrestler, a three-time Rondon champion. And James Love from Lovell, the heavyweight champion in that Rondon tournament. Back to the sports.
1: And Frank Gambino is going to Gillette to watch people do what he can no longer do run
5: No, no I, I no, I I, 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 usually, I I tell these kids to go you know what you, you should you should think of it this way you can do things that a lot of people cannot
1: yeah <laughs> so do it while you can because when you get to be my age you can't
5: no no you, you high jump no 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 jump. way
1: no I'm happy to be able to get out of the chair without groaning too much. So, all right. Thank you, Frank. Coming up on some local business we have to take care. We're going to roll into See, I'm about to hit all the wrong buttons here because he's not in his normal place. All right. Local business, news, weather, wake up Wyoming. Six of time, it's Wake Up Point It's a Friday. Glad you made it through the week. And we're beginning February now. Ignore the big rat that's predicting a really short spring, and we'll get right into summertime. That rat is very rarely correct.
0: Today's show is sponsored by Dissolving Underwear. Because who wants to wear wet undies anyway?
1: So, 888-97-WOOD's the phone number. Of course, it's open phones. That means you can go ahead and vent before we get to the weekend. This is a dangerous time for this radio show.
2: Warning. Wake Up Wyoming is about to enter daily open phones. This means that anyone will be allowed to call in and talk about anything. I mean, imagine if we actually allowed you on air to say anything you wanted. Scary, right? Well, we're just that brand of crazy. If you are offended by what other people think, then maybe you want to tune out right about now. Just saying. If you should choose to call, just remember, the more funny and interesting you are, the longer Glenn will keep you on the line. Obnoxious jerks will be hung up on. Dave, all right, strap in and let's do this thing.
1: Okay, hang on. Before I get into the stories I have lined up for you here, I just thought of something. Okay, so a lot of times when I get out of a segment into a commercial break i play something for you what i have lined up here just reminded me of something it's always a matter of perspective isn't it here's what i'm going to play as we get to the next commercial break
2: is for a lot well it depends on the context dollars no murders yes
1: see, Is for a lot it depends on the context dollars no murders yes okay now that reminds me of the perspective of Let's say you're at a swimming pool. It's summertime, you're at a swimming pool. Okay, pee in the pool and nobody bats an eye. Pee into the pool and people freak out. Now, really, what's the difference between the two? Between you peed in the pool or you peed into the pool? It's the same result, right? Yes, but one people just expect, the other one people freak out. All right, just trying to put things in perspective for you. All right, couple of stories I have. Real quick, this I'm not going to get into this story because it involves celebrities. And when it comes to celebrities, personally, I don't care. I really, I don't look at any celebrity news. But I looked at this headline. Now, this is one of the reasons I really don't pay much attention to Fox News anymore because so much of what they do is this garbage. See, Alyssa Milano, Gwyneth Paltrow, and Kim Kardashian. So think of those names. Including Gwyneth Paltrow and Kim Kardashian, among the worst. Among celebrities slammed for being out of touch. (laughs) Do we really need a headline explaining that these people are out of touch? Okay, moving on. Um... Let's go to California real quick for this next one. we all
8: could leave California
1: now. Probably the best parody song ever done by Babylon Bee. I don't know how they're ever going to top this. To the Beach Boys, wish we all could leave California now. So on that note, let's go to the great state. Oh, well, I'm sorry. Former great state of California. California's new slavery reparation legislation dumps planned cash payments. So they were just going to walk around handing out cash? The California legislators' Black Caucus announced a package of 14 slavery reparations, including exemptions to the state's constitution ban on racial preferences and discrimination. Notably, the package does not include direct cash payments to anyone who they think is a descendant of a slave. California joined the United States as a free state that expressly outlawed slavery. Quote, so while many only associate direct cash payments with reparations, the true meaning of the word to repair involves much more, according to the chairwoman of the caucus. This year's legislative package tackles a wide range of issues, and they talk about criminal justice reform Education, civil rights, food, justice. See, all you got to do is attach justice to the end of something, and it's a good thing immediately, right? All right. So the nation is waiting for us to lead, says California. Okay. Some California lawmakers oppose the bill because it would allow for uh, racial preferences in colleges and admission and jobs. But basically, the point of this is they're not going to be walking around handing out cash. Now, another notice, I saw this... When I was reading the story, when they said, you know, the nation's waiting for us to do this, there are some places, some states and some cities that when California passes a law, they automatically think it's good. So they just pass the same law. There are some cities and states that made that as part of their lawmaking process. If California does it, we're doing it because it's California, you know, there is now. A lawsuit in Washington, D.C., that if California passes a law, that doesn't mean that Washington, D.C. is going to pass the law automatically. They actually have to take a look at it. I don't know why anybody would automatically think that when California does something, it's, of course, just naturally good. Now, on that note, for those people who didn't hear it earlier this morning, let's go to Governor Newsom of California. So he was actually shopping at a store. He does that. And somebody drops something, and he said, excuse me, sir, you dropped that. Gentleman picks it up and walks out the door carrying a bunch of stuff. He's not going to pay for that? No, says the lady at the register. He's not going to pay for that. Well, why not? I have to pay for my stuff. Well, she doesn't realize at the time she's talking to the governor. Yeah, no, he can just go ahead and shoplift because, you know, of what the governor's rule is on that, which completely shocked Gavin Newsom. He didn't see that coming because of me. Yes, because of the governor. Well, you see, if you we've talked about this, folks, if you shoplift below a certain amount monetarily, they're not going to come after you. They, they don't have the police to do it. They don't have the time for the prosecutors or the number of prosecutors to do it. And the criminals know this, so they just, you know, sometimes they raid a store. Other times they just walk in, pick up the point, what they want, and they just kind of walk out of the store. So Governor Newsom was recorded. He was in a, a Zoom meeting with a bunch of other people. And he talked about this, because to him, this was shocking. He said, sir, uh, you
3: dropped this. And he comes back, picks it up, and keeps walking out. As we're checking out, the woman says, oh, he's just walking out. He didn't pay for that. I said, well, why are you stopping she goes, oh, the governor. I swear to God, true story. And my mom's great. The governor lowered the threshold. There's no, there's no, there's no accountability. There's no, I said that's just not true, and I said it's just not true. There's still a stop. He said, well, we don't stop them because of the governor. And then she goes, she looks at me twice, and then she freaks out. She calls everyone over, wants to take photos. I'm like, no, I'm not taking a photo. We're having a conversation. Where's your manager? How are you blaming the governor? And it was, you know, $380 later. And I was like, why am I spending $380? Everyone can walk the hell right out. Does he really have no idea?
1: Does he just live in denial? Does he not know that this is going on because of something that he passed as governor? This is totally freaking him out. And then, you know, governor, what you could have done, you have $380 worth of stuff. Governor, you could have just picked up that stuff and walked out without paying for it. Nobody would have stopped you, according to your own rules in California. And yet he's acting like he didn't know that. Rhiannon Fort Danger wants to know, as far as the reparations, is there any, even if taxpayers left in California to pay for that? And the answer is absolutely not.
2: Is for a lot? Well, it depends on the context. Dollars? No. Murders? Yes. <laughs>
0: Well, that image is going to stick with you all day. When you need to know quicker than the morning paper or the 5 o'clock news, you need Wake Up Wyoming with Glenn Woods. Mornings on K2 Radio.
1: 8.20 is the time. It's Wake Up Wyoming, 888-97. What's the phone number? That's eight 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 ninety seven woods Now, if you're new to the program... And you wonder why, like Big Red and Hawk Springs, Chet and Yoder, you know, we have people in Cheyenne and all the way up to Gillette and all the way down past Denver and way over to Rawlins and Thermopolis and let's not forget Torrington and Bill, Wyoming. I mean, on and on it goes, right? The reason why is this program is on you know, multiple radio stations, plus people listen off of their phones using the app. And the show is a podcast when I get off there, It becomes a podcast. Condensed, we get rid of news, sports, weather, a lot of the commercials. So it's just a much more condensed show. So it doesn't take so long to listen to. And all of that's free, by the way. You can listen whenever you want for free. Just download the Wake Up Wyoming app. Also on the app is a chat button. So while I'm on the air live, you can touch chat and send me a text message. And I answer on the air, and I also type back as well. Another way for us to communicate, or you can call the program and get in on this, 888 woods that's 888 woods And at this time of the program, it doesn't matter what I'm talking about. Because I always allow some time that people can interrupt me about whatever they want to talk about, just so you can go ahead and vent, get it out of your system. The show is therapy. I like to tell people I sit in a padded room, as your therapist, and I talk to myself, and you are the voices in my head. So let's get through this together. Earlier this morning at 6 o'clock, I know a lot of you are not here because the audience keeps growing as the morning goes on. I covered this story. i got to get back to it so everybody can hear it. Riverton, Wyoming. Now, when I say Riverton, Wyoming, and even Rollins, there's people who go, oh, God. I mean, that's like saying Florida man... Colorado man and that's just as bad right Riverton man Faces up to 10 years in prison For shoplifting tide pods Yeah tide pods If you remember a few years back it was a Thing I don't know why Kids were grabbing tide pods those are the things You throw in your laundry You're basically your laundry soap in this little Plastic case that looks Kind of Pretty I guess Some people were worried that kids would see it as candy. Well, some older kids did, and it was a TikTok fad. It was about six years ago to try to eat these things. Yeah, that was actually a thing for a while. I'm glad that fad ended. So this guy goes into a local Walmart, and he's not supposed to be there. He's been kicked out before for shoplifting. There's an off-duty police officer who's making extra money as undercover store security. Just in case you didn't know that, when you go to Walmart, they have undercover store security there. And if you don't know that they are there, that means they're doing a good job because they are there. And this undercover cop, store security on on his own time, sees this guy, recognizes him as someone who's not supposed to be here. Because he's been kicked out before. So he's trespassing at this point. And as he's leaving, the cop notices he's kind of leaving in a hurry, so the cop goes over and bum-tackles him, something that doesn't happen in places like California, but should. While the bum-tackling was happening, the Tide Pods came out from under his shirt, like a whole box of them, and just spread across the floor. And that's when people began to wonder, why are you stealing Tide Pods? Is he actually gonna eat the Tide Pods? Does he actually have laundry to do? Why would you shoplift so many Tide Pods, like just a bunch of them? Why would you do that? And so they don't, I don't have an answer and the manager of the store nor the uh, off-duty cop doesn't have an answer for this either why he wanted so many Tide Pods, but apparently he did, that was a big deal. So now he has already been kicked out of the store and convicted of shoplifting several times if he's convicted of this maximum sentence, not because of the Tide Pods, because of the number of times that he's been kicked out of the store and arrested, he could get up to 10 years for this. So still, at this point, you're probably wondering, what's with the Tide Pod? I don't know, but if I find out, trust me, I'm going to get back to you on that one. Now, Now, let's leave the state of Wyoming, and let's go over to... Let me see. There's... Okay, this is a story of a a member of the squad. It's a congresswoman who's a member of the squad named Anna Presley. And she is demanding that Walgreens not close in her neighborhood. Her neighborhood, she lives in Massachusetts. And in her neighborhood, the Walgreens is going through. It's a community that's 85% black and, his, and Latino, according to her. And the Walgreens is just closing down. Now, she says that's going to cause a lot of problems, and she's right. It will. It's going to cause a ton of problems for that community. Walgreens are important. But here's the difference. When I walk into Walgreens in my town, it's just like a regular store. In fact, there's two Walgreens where I live in my town, and they're just a regular store. I walk in, and nothing is really behind glass. Everything's just out in the open, up and down the aisles. And why? Well, it's not that shoplifting never happens. I've run a retail store. Shoplifting is going to happen. But it happens so rare that they don't even bother to lock things up. But in Walgreens and places like this community and in other major cities, crime is so bad. California is one of the worst. That pretty much everything is behind lock and key. You can look at it behind the glass, but there's a lock on there and you have to call somebody over to get it for you and then they'll bring it back to the register if you want it go pay for it that's what they have to do these days but this walgreens in this massachusetts town where the congresswoman represents is it's such a mess with shoplifting that they're just they're losing so much money they're just closing the place down forget it it's not even worth it she right away is claiming racism and she gave a speech on the floor, and I think I might have... i have to go check out. Yeah let see if i can get into what Mr. she had Speaker, to say.
7: Walgreens is planning to close yet another pharmacy in the Massachusetts 7th. This time on Warren Street in Roxbury, a community that is 85% black and latino. This closure is a part of a larger trend of abandoning low-income communities like the previous closures in Mattapan and Hyde Park both in the Massachusetts 7th. When a Walgreens leaves a neighborhood, they disrupt the entire community and they take them and they take with them baby formula, diapers, asthma inhalers, life-saving medications, and, of course, jobs. These closures are not arbitrary, and they are not innocent. They are life-threatening acts of racial and economic discrimination.
1: Okay, so it's an act of discrimination. Has she ever bothered to take a look at why Walgreens is closed? Has she ever gone to anyone in management in any position of Walgreens and asked, why are you closing this store? And she hasn't. She just naturally assumes something here. But that brings us back to Governor Newsom in California, who was just absolutely shocked when someone told him that, yeah, those people can just pick up stuff and walk out of the store because well, if they're if they're shoplifting below a certain amount, they're not going to be arrested or prosecuted or jailed. It's just not worth the time of uh, officials in either the city or the county or the state. so they just don't do it and Governor Newsom of California is just, by golly, he's just shocked beyond belief. Why are you blaming me, the governor, for something like that? In, to me, where I'm going with all of this, is it's just interesting how many people blame other things and don't honestly take a look at what is actually happening. Or for that matter, their own policies that caused the problem in the first place. Couldn't be them, right? No, Dan, you're a chat button. Okay? So push that. Coming up on some local business I have to take care of, we're going to roll into News Time after that. National local update on the weather forecast. Nice long segment of open phones. So 888 97 Woods, the phone number. That's 888 97 W O O D S. You can talk about what I'm talking about, change the subject, fine by me. I'm just going to kind of roll with it. Let's wake up, Wyoming.
0: Like a strong cup of coffee in the morning. Tasteless, but it'll get you through the day. Wake Up Wyoming with Glenn Woods.
1: 8.36 at time, it's Wake Up Wyoming. Okay, so some reaction I'm getting here over the Wake Up Wyoming app. people texting me because of the congresswoman who's all upset that in her neighborhood they're closing down a Walgreens and she blames racism. No, it's theft. Okay, here's some of the... Well, first off, Dan and Cheyenne about the Tide Pod story. Was it Dan? No, G-Man and Gillette. Sorry, G-Man and Gillette about the Tide Pod story. Yeah, The link you sent me was from a story in 2014. But what I want to know is why is someone stealing Tide Pods today? Because the TikTok fad with Tide Pods back in 2014 is passe now. So what is a guy stealing all those Tide Pods for today? Now, Dan and Cheyenne, if I ran a Walgreens, I would tell that congressperson I will keep the store open if she will pay for all the losses. And that's one way to do it. One other commentator on Fox News said if she doesn't understand it, then she can go ahead and open up a Walgreens herself. In her own neighborhood, or just buy that Walgreens and try to keep it open, and find out what happens. How so long she's able to keep it open? Chet and Yoder, did you see the? Uh, oh, Bitem is making uh, exclusive neighborhoods like Martha's Vineyard low-income tax to sell EVs. Any great? <laughs> terrier gal, Fort Collins, morning Terrier. Perhaps this gal in Massachusetts, or uh, oh gal in you mean Massachusetts that is screaming racism and all the problems that uh, for Walgreens is going to cause by closing, maybe they're losing revenue. That's exactly why. Perhaps she should open her own store and start supplying those people. See, this is what the other person was saying. Put her money where her mouth is. If you don't understand why Walgreens is closing in that neighborhood in Massachusetts, then try to just buy the Walgreens. There it is. It's ready to go. Turnkey operation. Just buy it. See what happens. I'm actually going to go back and play it again. This is why Governor Gavin Newsom, when he was actually at a store shopping, was so shocked when this happened to him.
3: He says, sir, uh, you dropped this. And he comes back, picks it up, and keeps walking out. As we're checking out, the woman says, oh, he's just walking out. He didn't pay for that. I said, well, why are you stopping? She goes, oh, the governor. I swear to God, true story. And my mom's great. The governor lowered the threshold. There's no there's no there's no accountability. There's no I said that's just not true. And I said, it's just not true. There's still a stop. He said, Well, we don't stop them because of the governor. And then she goes, she looks at me twice and then she freaks out. She calls everyone over, wants to take photos. I'm like, no, I'm not taking a photo. We're having a conversation. Where's your manager? Are you blaming the governor? And it was, you know, three hundred and eighty dollars later. And I was like, why am I
1: spending $380? Everyone can walk the hell right out. Yeah, said so, well, again, because, governor, of you. But he doesn't understand that. This is, let's call this the great disconnect. People who are in the position of Gavin Newsom, who don't live in the real world, so they don't understand what's actually going on. And they don't understand the real world consequences to their own rules and laws. They'll go ahead and pass a law, which doesn't apply to them, by the way. None of these rules apply to them. None of the rules you have to live by applies to them. So they'll pass them and then wonder why things have gone wrong and what are you blaming me for? All right, change the topic, which you can do too, by the way, 888-97-WOODS, if there's something else you want to talk about. This is going to, I'm going to tell you this. I'm going to read the headline. And there's going to be a quick moment where you don't believe me And then you're going to realize, well, of course it's true. And that transition is going to happen fast. I guarantee it. Ready? Here we go. Headline. High school holds candlelight vigil for the martyr Fidel Castro. Okay, so I'm just giving everybody a moment to process that. Story says, I know it sounds vaguely, well, McCarthyite, but to call today's left-wingers communists but the fact is today's left-wingers are communists actually in the 1950s there were lots of communists too they were coming to spies throughout our government and so on but okay well he said I'm a die-in-the-wool uh, anti-communist I'm proud of it and unfortunately there's a lot more communists in America these days than ever and they're very powerful in some cases for instance the head of the American Library Association is an avowed Marxist who has pledged to turn American libraries into socialist training centers. No, said that out loud. I'm not making it up. That person said it out loud. Jason Rance on KTTH Radio, who is a great fellow on Twitter, has a story from Washington State about just how far communism has steeped into our public schools. He writes, a high school hosted a candlelight vigil that honored Fidel Castro. Hmm. Whose students were told was martyred while working on behalf of advancing civil rights and social justice and decolonization. Now, once again, all you have to do to be on the right side of things, according to these people, is throw out the proper buzzwords. So they say... He was working to advance civil rights, social justice, and decolonization. Castro was. Castro. When you take a look at what Castro did as leader of Cuba, he did the opposite of all of that. The author here says, characterizing Fidel Castro as a martyr is fascinating. since he He died at age 90. Of natural causes. I don't know how that's martyring him. But that's the least bizarre. Castro may have spoken quite a bit about social justice. But his definition of social justice is not the social justice of what's believed to be by the left. And by the way, so years ago, as I told you about the islands I grew up on in Florida, which were down sort of just just north of the Everglades on the west coast of Florida. In my day in school, we had a class that we had to take, which was Americanism versus communism. That was a thing in Florida. And the reason why, Cuba was broadcasting on shortwave radio communist propaganda. It sounded like a news show. So I was curious at the time. I wanted to hear what this sounded like. And I used to love... This is before the internet, so shortwave radio was something that I listened to a lot in order to hear from around the world. Now, now there's not much for shortwave radio out there like there used to be, because so much of it's on the internet. But back then, it was a big deal. So I tuned into Radio Havana, which was English-speaking, because they were targeting, with certain broadcasts, the American audience, right? It's not to say they didn't target uh, south of the border, to Mexico and other... But they a lot of it was targeting an American English speaking audience and as I listened to this what was supposed to be a news broadcast from Radio Havana I realized I was basically listening to Democrat Party talking points it was the same thing okay so let me see. in any case here's what happened uh, now we are continuing, this is a quote, now we are continuing a tradition today. We have a candlelight vigil to pay solemn tribute to a, cel- uh, a selection of people who were martyred while working on behalf of the civil rights and social justice decolonization programs. The students uh, said according to an assembly script, this year we will be selecting, and it names different people, and among them, Fidel Castro. So, yeah, that's something that's happening as a, at a public school. Here in America, absolutely no sense of who Fidel Castro was, and he was never martyred. He died at age 90 of natural causes. I don't know where they get martyred from. And again, go take a look at what he did to that country and to other countries through Cuba. Then get back with me on that. 845, wake up.
0: This show contains sarcasm some listeners may find disturbing. A sense of humor is advised. Chat with Glenn Live on the Wake Up Wyoming app.
1: 848 the time. It's Wake Up, Wyoming. Off we go to talk to Frank Gambino. So you're in Gillette by now? Oh, no.
5: I'm somewhere on uh, Highway
1: 50. Oh, okay. Okay. Which actually, to me, I've always thought was kind of an interesting drive once you make that turn. I like to watch for certain things. There's first off those big pumpkin buttes on the left, which are fascinating.
5: Yeah.
1: Okay. Uh, Get past there. You actually drive through a couple. In fact, before you make the turn. You know, on your right side, there's a building that kind of looks like a church. There used to be a town there. Really? Uh, yeah, a tornado tore it apart. That little building all that's left. <clears throat> then you go past the big pumpkin buttes, and as you head on up, there's also a couple of other little towns that don't even look like much anymore, but there were some towns there that one of them, I'm trying to remember the name of it, There's still there it was a restaurant that was open just a few years ago. Oh, Savidgestone. Yes, that's it, Savingston, yeah. Um, that one had many more buildings to it, but for quite a while, that little restaurant was actually open and running. I don't know when they closed down, but that was one of many places that I look at, and I often like to look at the map and think, now, where was the town at one point? Then there's the school that you pass, and you know, there's that yeah, one... That, uh,
5: the, the, the J4 school. Yes. Or something like that, that's
1: over right. there, yeah. There was also uh, Pleasantdale, was a town that was along the way. And that just, if oh. you go yeah, you go by it now, if you know to look for it, you'll see some buildings there. There's not much really represented anymore. But if you know where you're, what you're looking for, you can look at Pleasantdale and go, oh, there was a town here at one time. Now, again, not a big town. It wasn't much to it. I think now when you go by, let me see. Yeah, there's a few ranches there. It'll be on your right-hand side. But just watch for that sign that says Pleasantdale. Other than
5: that, there's not a
1: damn thing out here. No, no. uh, Ranches. Ranches and people digging for energy. That's about all there is out there. But I look at it as uh, it can still be a really interesting and pretty drive if you know what you're looking for, Frank. Just got to know some of the history. Then all of a sudden you go, okay, now that's interesting.
5: You're, you're an archaeologist at heart.
1: I, I think I am, yeah. But it also keeps my mind from going insane while I'm driving out in the middle <laughs> of nowhere.
5: All right. High school basketball. Boys and girls, stay white tonight in 4A. Casper and will be at Cheyenne Central. Our Central is the number one rated team in 4A boys. And then the is number three. Uh, Thunder Basin will be over in Laramie. Evanston travels to Casper to meet Kelly Wall. Sheridan goes over to Cheyenne East. Gillette will be uh, Camp- Campbell County over at Cheyenne South. And 2A Wright will be at Glen Rock. And men's college basketball coming up tomorrow. The Wyoming Cowboys with a roadie in Las Vegas. They'll take on UNLV. The folks after that win over the Air Force earlier this week. They're five and three in Mountain West Conference play, twelve and nine overall. And UNLV four and four in league play, eleven and nine overall. Six PM start from Vegas uh, t- uh, tomorrow night. We'll have that for you on K2 Radio in Casper and KOWB in Laramie. Wyoming Cowboy basketball team at home tomorrow in Laramie to meet Nevada. Cowboys after that loss to UNLV so at seven and two in Mountain West play, twelve and eight overall. Nevada will come into this game with a record of 5-4 and four in league play, 11-11 and 11 overall. 2 p.m. start from the double-A tomorrow. Gas- uh, junior college basketball, the Casper College women beat LCCC last night in Casper 75-63. So Casper's 18-5 and five on the year. They got 20 points from Angela Storga. And L Triple C drops to nine and twelve on the year. They were just two of sixteen from three from three point land in that game. The Casper College men improved to fourteen and nine with a one-one win over the L Triple C guys. Jimmy, Jimmy Johnson had twenty-three for the T Birds. There were hundred and sixty shots taken in that game and fifty-five three-point shots taken in the game. So L Trip is twelve and eleven on the year. Both the L-Trip teams will be at Western Wyoming and Rock Springs on Saturday. The Casper College teams will host Eastern Wyoming uh, coming up on Saturday. Big indoor high school track meet. The Basin Nation meet in Gillette getting started here in about 10 minutes. Just about every school who competes in indoor track will be here with few exceptions. Wrestling, a number of duels um, today. Cheyenne East, Laramie and Cheyenne Central will travel to Sheridan and Gillette to meet Sheridan, Campbell County and Thunder Basin in duels. Coming up tomorrow, Southeast and Yoder has a duel of uh, the dual tournament, Grable with a big tournament and Wallens with a big tournament as well. And our wild Prep's Athletes of the Week have been announced. Valerie Jarek from Star Valley, the girls' winner. She won the high jump in the 400 meters in the Pocatello Indoor Meet. She's a Duke University signee. Ronnie Proffer from Kemmer, one of our boys' winners uh, in wrestling. He won Rondon over the weekend. That's the third time in his career he's won Rondon. And then James Love from Lovell was the heavyweight champion at the Rondon Tournament. He is our other Athlete of the Week winner. And that's it in sports.
1: So uh, what do you do to keep your mind occupied when you're on roads like 50?
5: I don't, you know, I don't. I just go. Okay, it's weird. I mean, I, I mean, I look at pronghorn. There are a whole yeah. bunch, you know. Okay, and that, and that and that animal. I think and, and I saw in Edgerton that was no llama.
1: Okay, Is I think
5: that, that was like like a camu or something or something like that.
1: Okay, I remember seeing yeah. that one. My only thought was too small of a uh, pen needs more running room. That's a running animal. Yeah. But,
5: I, yeah. I don't
1: know what it is, but it's big. Yeah, okay. Next time I'm there, I'll take a picture of it and go have that looked up. All right, drop, say, Frank, coming up on some local business we have to take care of. We're going to roll into news time after that. National local update on the weather forecast. Wake up, Wyoming. Six of time. It's Wake Up Wyoming. It's a Friday, and I'm glad you made it. Triple 97 Woods, the phone number. That's 97 W O O D S. Oh, I already got somebody on there. Okay, hang on. Just a second, Fred. I'm getting to you. Today's show is sponsored by Dissolving Underwear. Because who wants to wear wet undies anyway? So Fred is in Torrington. Morning, Fred.
8: Good morning, Glenn. Yes, well, sir. Hey. Uh, You know, you were talking a while back about uh, some signs we ought to put up where people enter Wyoming and uh, Mm -hmm. tell them what Wyoming's about. Right. And uh, I've got an idea. You know, there was an old rancher in this area that retired. When he retired, he bought a a small RV park, and along with the RV park, there was a a bar. Mm -hmm. And, of course, he was the only bartender, a small bar. And one day, one of his guests in the RV park, this lady, walked in, and she ordered a really fancy drink. And he looked at her, and he said, hey, lady, he says, you're in Wyoming. You either drink beer or you drink whiskey. And I thought that would be a good sign to put up along in Wyoming when people come into Wyoming. In Wyoming, you either drink beer or you yeah, drink whiskey.
1: Pick one. Water? Psh, who does water? <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
8: Yeah. It's Can't okay, be all that. Anyway. Yeah. Just thought I'd pass that on. Thank all right.
1: You, Thank you, Fred. Appreciate it. Fred calling in from Torrington 888-97. What's the phone number? 888-97-WOODS. There are several things I wanted to go on. Oh, across the nation. So you heard, of course, today, the most famous rat, Punxsutawney Phil, said we're going to have an early spring. And all over the country, we have one here in Wyoming, too, uh, but all over the country, there's different other varmints. They all are supposed to predict what the weather's going to do for the rest of the season. And every every one of them, they're almost all 100% in agreement we're going to have an early spring. I hope we get a devastatingly cold winter nationwide from here on out. Just to stick it to them. I really do. Okay, now... I was listening to some economic numbers come in, and I wanted to settle some confusion you're going to have with them. Stick with me on this, because this is really important. You might remember during the Obama administration, they kept telling you, unemployment has never been this low. Hang on a second. Aaron is in Douglas. Hello, Aaron. Well, I'll tell you something, man. We
5: watched everybody get thrown around by those buffalo and stuff up in Yellowstone.
1: Yeah.
6: And I filled out a questionnaire about yellow today, the but
0: they you know, mm-hmm. I agreed with most of better, but I put down a suggestion. Okay. I said, Why don't you screen all your visitors, to
5: eliminate all the bison and bear pedders? You know. That'd save a lot of
1: Yeah. Controversy, I think. Well, now let me ask you though. Now, what are we doing here? Are we screening them to make sure we let the dumb ones in, so we can get rid of no, dumb people, we're to, or are we we're keeping trying to keep them, we're trying to keep to the dumb ones out? out? I got you. Okay. I thought you were going yeah, maybe all Darwin on us, and as a way to eliminate dumb people.
6: Just because my name's Darren, it doesn't. Dry.
1: No, (laughs) Raymond. All right, thank you, Aaron. I appreciate you calling in. So now we screen people before they get into Yellowstone. Fine. I would still screen. I tell you what, we have certain days of the week we allow dumb people to come in. That way we know where all the dumb people are. First off, okay, and then that's an opportunity to get rid of a lot of dumb people. I'm going to toss it out there, Aaron. That's what I would do. All right, and again, you can do what they're doing. This is open phone, so if you want to jump in and change the subject, fine by me. Triple eight ninety seven Woods, the phone number. That's eight 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 ninety seven W O O D S. So economic numbers. You've been hearing numbers. Wow, unemployment is much higher than the experts predicted. The first thing I want to do is point out once again the experts were wrong. How wrong the experts were. Then they say, and last month's. Unemployment numbers were revised. So now it looks like we had more people taking jobs last month than they originally said. Oh, so the initial number, and they do this every single time. They release the numbers, the economic numbers, then come back and correct them. Which means originally what you hear, you can't believe. And I I think about that every single time. Every time they tell us what the unemployment rate is, as one example, I always know that I should not believe the numbers that they just handed to me because in a couple of months, they are going to come back and revise those numbers higher or lower, which means the initial numbers they handed to me are always wrong. So why bother? Why bother if you're always revising them later? All right, next thing, during the Obama years, they kept telling you unemployment was at an all-time low. We had never seen it that low. And yet, if you take a look at the workforce participation rate, you find out that it wasn't all that good. Okay, they take, your, your unemployment number is a percentage of how many people are participating in the workforce. But as you know, there's a lot of people who should be participating in the workforce, but they're not, and they should be counted as unemployed. If I lost my job today and didn't report to unemployment, I just either stayed home or went out looking for work, and I didn't report unemployment at all, they wouldn't know, and I wouldn't be counted. So what you need to look at is the U6 index to get a good idea of what the unemployment numbers are. Particularly confusing is they're saying, well, the unemployment numbers show, wow, about 380-some thousand people took jobs this month, and the other last month's unemployment numbers were almost just as good. And yet at the same time, they say, but the unemployment rate hasn't changed. We're at the same percentage. You wonder, well, how is that possible? If so many people found work, how come the unemployment rate hasn't dropped? That doesn't make sense, does it? Well, of course not. When you look at the uh, workforce participation rate, that's remained unchanged. So, how then do so many people, and Biden's going to brag about it. Did you see those people? Look how many people got jobs then why didn't your unemployment rate change? We look at the workforce participation rate and find out the number of people participating in the economy is unchanged, which should make you, if you're scratching your head wondering, well, how the hell you should be? Because that doesn't make sense. It doesn't. It's the way in part that they calculate the numbers and hand them out in order to make and politicians and especially yeah, and the bureaucracy will do this to make themselves look good or bad or whatever the case is. And the way the news media loves to report stuff like this, but it's not really an accurate look at the numbers. And also the way that they collect those numbers. It's not just a matter of people who are applying for unemployment. It's a matter of, uh, they, they do telephone surveys and stuff like that. DJ and Gillette, where in the unemployment rates, horrible as they are, are the illegal immigrants calculated? That's a great question, DJ. And DJ, would you pat yourself, just reach back and pat yourself on the back for such a great question? All right. <clears throat> I would be there to do it for you, but I'm way down here. That's a great question. Do we even count the illegal immigrants? Oh, there was a story. Now, before I head into the break here, I got to take a look at this. uh, If I can find I'm not sure I'll be able to find the story again, but there was a town or a state that's asking people to move there, and they're asking people to move there uh, illegals to move there because they need workers. And they can't find workers there. So would illegals please move here, is what they were saying. Now, I don't know if I'm going to find this on time here, but okay. Uh, that's I just read the headline. I didn't get to see the whole story. Uh, oh, yes, I'm going to save that story and pick it up next. That's pretty good. It's a vermin supreme story, for those people who know that. Let's see, D.C. Oh, here we go. There's a city in Kansas offering cash to illegal immigrants to move there to fill job openings. Yeah, story says the program attracted huge attention in Latin America and when it was featured uh, on a local uh, TV down there. Since then, the Greater Topeka Partnership, which oversees the program, has received about 10,000 rev- resumes. people asking to move into the country and move into their town to take work. Many of these people would come from Peru, Venezuela, and Guatemala. And they need to find people in work like uh, FedEx and UPS and all sorts of other stuff. Because apparently they're not getting Americans to show up to take those jobs. So, all right. Wake up, Wyoming.
5: This is how you know you've been married too long. So my husband makes me my coffee today, right? And as he's walking out the front door to go to work, he, like, winks at me. I have literally never been so scared
2: to drink anything in my entire life.
0: Well, that image is going to stick with you all day. AM 650 KGAB. No. Download the Wake Up Wyoming mobile app, listen anywhere, and chat live with Glenn during the show on AM 1030 K2 Radio.
1: 922 is the time. It's Wake Up Wyoming. So back we go to the phones, which, by the way, you can change the subject all you want. 888-97-Woods, Eight 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 ninety-seven woods Off we go to Mills, Wyoming. Hey, Jude.
8: Hey, good morning. Um, <laughs> I watched this fellow. He's an attorney out of Arizona. His name is uh, Robert Gouveia, mm-hmm. and he's a defense attorney in Arizona. really good, young, sharp guy. Reminds me a lot of Harry Bondi. Um, anyway, he had watched this. There's this interview on PBS. Anybody can watch it. And it's a documentary on the so-called insurrection. Well, here's the guy that did all the work on making this uh, propaganda uh video of all their uh, meetings and stuff that they did of the committees and he's admitting that they basically story told. They just made things up to make it more exciting and only showed things that would make uh, their, the, the Democrats look like they knew what they were doing and that there were rioters and that they were there to do the insurrection. Well, anyway, Liz J.D. and Adam Schiff getting Yeah, exactly. So anyway, yeah. they got three little nuts in a, in a bundle now because it's, it's being proven that this was a whole big hoax. Okay, secondly, here's the big kicker. The January 6th case that's in Washington, it's collapsing. Okay, because all this stuff's coming out. Trump told us he was innocent, and he was. And that's awesome. Um, as far as the illegals being counted in unemployment, absolutely not. And those receiving part-time unemployment benefits are not included in there either. So when they say on one page, oh, they created 335,000 jobs, in reality, it's probably like 100. Yeah, You know, 135,000, because this government doesn't know how to tell the truth when it comes to anything. Why would they tell the truth on that? Well, And
1: that's one of the reasons, Uh, I mean, there's several reasons I just went through, but one of the reasons why they say, these are the unemployment numbers. And then a month or two, and even three months later, we continue to get revised numbers. Well, then why should I believe the current numbers if you're going to revise them four or five times before the end of the year?
8: Well, exactly, exactly. Well, nothing these guys say is true. Right. I think we've all figured it out. The government lies to us every minute of every second of every day. Mm-hmm. And so do our fathead media boys. You know, the only way you can find the truth is if you start looking for it. And you have to go to people who are reputable. You know, like this Robert Goubea. He's an attorney. He's not going to... He pulls up the actual court cases, and we go through them online, page by page. That's why I know as much as I do, because I'm reading the actual documentation from the court. Right. So, well, anyway, and, that's what I want to
3: get, yeah, you know. Th- this is very feelings.
1: typical, though, because you're reading through and all of this. But you would think that actual reporters that work for what's supposed to be reputable news organizations, would be spending time doing what you're doing. But they're not. I mean, the days of Woodward and Bernstein are long gone.
8: Oh, oh, oh. oh yes, no, they're all gone. In fact, uh, I send uh, this Robert Guvea to Donald Trump personally every time he posts something about the court cases and what they mean and what they found. And that J6 committee was constituted illegally to begin with. It's supposed to have eight Democrats and five Republicans. It did not. They didn't allow any evidence to come in from the other side. Um, and now we find out they destroyed evidence, over a terabyte of evidence. You know, Liz is not protected anymore, and neither is Kinzinger. Uh So I told Trump, I said, that'd be the first two on my list of witnesses to get them under oath. Why under oath and lose your license? Mm-hmm. You know, I think a big part of the trick,
1: though, is because, I mean, you know, all of this, you're looking at all of this. But now you've got to show the rest of the country this and you're definitely not going to get help from news media. And if you try to get this stuff, as you've seen it happen, you've done it and seen it. You try to put it out on social media and you're not really going to get much coverage with it. It's going to be suppressed. Well, yeah,
8: it's like the. What do you call it, the algorithm part of it? Yeah. They just just take your video and they slap it way hard, and it never gets out. But how I've learned to work with that a little bit is I go to the people that I trust the most, and I give it to them. Yeah. And then they give it to their most trusted people, and they give it to their most trusted people. And the problem we have right now is they're trying to figure out how to control the Internet Mm -hmm. and control of information, and they're doing a really good job of it. Um, they're going to try to classify it. I think they did it one time as a utility. Okay. And that means it comes under the federal government's hand, which we can't allow. And that was, uh, Obama's little pals were trying to do that when he was in office. Uh, Biden's not being very successful with it because the boys are fighting back Elon Musk and, uh, Jeff Bezos and all of that. But yesterday they had the TikTok boy. Uh, he was a, Ch- he's a Chinese guy. He's from Bi- Beijing. And he wouldn't answer any of the questions about, you know, nudity Mm -hmm. on TikTok and how it's affecting the kids and stuff. And that's how they're going to try to do it. Oh, it's affecting the kids. So we can't let you, you know, express this or have that on there. Now, if people aren't teaching their kids, you know, your self-esteem doesn't come through Facebook. Why is it anybody's fault? I mean, open like you told me that one day, uh, if you don't like a channel, don't go to it.
1: Right. It's simple as that. All right. Thank you, Judy. Have a great weekend. You too. All right. So um, I, yeah, part of what Judy is saying, I, I agree, because I deal with it every single day. The I have a story out this morning. And I told you about it earlier, a new study showing that Wyoming is helping to green the earth. In other words, CO2 is good for the planet, and the planet is getting greener. And I have to be careful about how I word things, because if I don't do it right, then nobody's going to see the story. That's just the way algorithms on social media work out there. and or even just I, I put it up on our website, but how do you, how do you get that information out with what Jude was just talking about? How does she get the information out to the general public? Very difficult to do when so many people who own all of these uh, online outlets, are in control of the information and centering it. So, coming up on not, not to say you can't do it. It's just a lot of work. Coming up on nine thirty local news. Coming away right after local news update on the weather forecast. Another segment of open phones. It's wake up Wyoming.
0: something to say call 888 97 woods or check with Glenn on the Wake Up Wyoming mobile app from K2 Radio
1: 936 the time it's Wake Up Wyoming 888 97 woods the phone number 888 97 w o o d s now just so you know <sighs> Jesus. Uh, okay, I have a files in front of me that I use. This And this is on my browser. There's files. And in the f- browser files are all the d- different websites that I go to to get news and information to research what I do. And I have explained before, there's in the news file, at the very top, it says top news. That's a file that is, are the sites that I go to to get the best news right away. I mean, the stories that are unusual. Often not the same stories everybody else is talking about. Now, Drudge Report and Fox News used to be in the top news file. Drudge Report, I don't even look at anymore. After Matt Drudge died, I don't know what happened after they took over. The new people, it's garbage now. And Fox News has made it way down to the bottom of the second news file. Second news is who I go to if if I didn't find anything really great I'll go to these lower tier news sites to find something. If you, if you notice in none of those files, you're not going to find New York Times or CNN or MSNBC or any of those. They're garbage, not worth it. So I did, I was just kind of poking around to see if anything has popped up while you were listening to that news and information break. And I swung over just what the heck. I haven't opened up the Fox News website in a while. It hasn't been worth it. I hate to say that. I'd like to support them, but what they're putting out is garbage. Here's one of the stories. Experts analyze... Now, first off, I have a problem with experts in anything, but okay. Experts are going to analyze something. Okay. Experts analyze Taylor Swift and her boyfriend Travis's relationship based on their body language. So... That's not the only story that's on the Fox News site, but um college basketball player ejected after punching opponent in the face, okay uh, There is one here. Biden takes aim at grocery stores for ripping people off. And okay there's a Punxsutawney Phil story. But really, that Taylor Swift and her boyfriend were going to have experts analyze their body language. That's why I just decided after a while, you know, I'm not even going to, I'm just not even going to bother anymore. All right, when's the last time we checked in with our social justice warrior? We now rejoin our uh, hero, social justice warrior, as things have gone terribly wrong with the world. He and his sidekick are hunkered down in his apartment, the cellar of his mother's house, where he's over a year behind in the rent. Darn a government shutdown.
0: Why did you buy so many cases of ramen noodles?
6: Well, I'm not gonna buy some real food from one of those prepper sites. I'm not supporting those Nazis. I'm already sick of eating them. Quit looking at the cat like that. Hmm, how long have we been down here? Um, six hours. Lord, government shutdowns feel like they go on forever.
1: It must be like total chaos outside. Like The Walking Dead or the movie The Purge. Or something like that.
6: Honestly, I'm not sure how anyone thought they could survive a day without the government. What the hell is
0: that? OMG, do not open that window block.
6: It's our neighbor, average white guy. The government is shut down. Heck yeah, no more stupid laws and government bureaucrats. We're free, we're free!
1: Will our hero survive the government shutdown? Will he totally freak out when he finds out things are a lot better with a whole lot less government? Find out next time in the continuing episodes of Social Justice Warrior. Squirrel! i got to go back and write some more of those. Uh, I haven't written any in a while. Social Justice Warriors, I'll have to do that. There is that congresswoman that I talked about earlier who threw down the race card. I could have played this one. Most people wondered if he had given up on crime fighting, but he's back, ladies and gentlemen. Social Justice Warrior! Was he in training? Had some evil villain captured him and held him against his will? Or was he just hiding in his parents' basement because of COVID? Yeah, whatever. Now, the latest episode of social justice warrior as he goes after average white guy caught in another act of racism.
6: <laughs> Take off all those masks. I can't understand you. <clears throat> I can't reason these things. I've got you now, average white guy. Hey, where have you been? No oh, hiding in my apartment from COVID. You mean in your parents' basement? Well, yeah, but I see you wearing a Let's Go Brandon t shirt. That's racist. I don't know how you're going to sell that. Sell it? i've already bought it what's that it's my race card looks kind of worn down i use it every chance i get you'd be surprised how useful it is well i have a payment app here on my phone just swipe your card's been declined Uh, that's not possible It's unlimited. Apparently not. It says
0: you're over your limit. You use this thing on just about everything, haven't you? Helps me
6: cut to the front of the line at Starbucks. Got cash? I had stimulus money, but... Spent it all at Starbucks? Have you seen the prices of lattes these days? Inflation's a bitch, isn't it? Don't say it. Let's go,
1: Brandon. How will social justice warrior fight crime without his race card? And how will he cut to the front of the line at Starbucks? Does this mean the end of social justice warriors? superpowers tune in next time for another episode of social justice warrior 942 943 is the time to wake up one
0: now glenn woods fits in your pocket with the wake up wyoming mobile app this is am 1030 k2 radio 9.48
1: 9.48 is the time. Wake up, Wyoming. Off. We go to talk to Frank Gambino. who's up in Gillette, Wyoming. Uh, Frank, I had just come across on social media. Remember when you were a kid, you would get that pad that had the piece of plastic, and you can draw on the plastic and then pull it up, and it would clear everything?
5: Yeah. I okay. remember those. Yeah.
1: Yeah. All right. Then I started to think about other things that our parents would have us do while we were in the backseat and being annoying, like I spy... Yes. Okay. License play games. Yes. Okay. Um, uh, is,
5: going by every truck
1: and asking them to beep the horn. Uh, sure. Yeah, that that was another good one here. Uh, yeah, of course, you know, there's tic-tac-toe. There's hunting things with the alphabet, using whatever you drive by, uh, who can spot the cows first, which is easy to do in the state of Wyoming. My, my mom specifically liked the game of shut the hell up and sit down.
5: <laughs> I you mean, know what? She, she, she should have been in this real world where, A, everyone has a tablet, yeah. or they have a TV in the back of the car. That's <sighs> so like, much oh, easier. Perfect. I'm just yeah. going to put in a movie, and off we go.
1: Plug a – oh, oh here's a good one. There was a sort of a – um oh, what do you call that game? Um, bingo. But yes. it, it was road bingo. And you had to find certain things, like can you find a love bug on the road? Did you see a squirrel? You know, things like that. Did you see a motorcycle? And you start to fill out your bingo card.
5: If I were a kid, I'd be like, I am not playing this game. I'd rather stick my head out the window and
1: get
5: sunburned on my eyelids. Okay,
1: like join the dog, in other words, wag your tongue. Pretty much. Okay. I never did like the game of 20 questions. Just tell me or shut up. No, 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 no. Uh, the game of Would You Rather. I would rather not play this game. Thank you very much.
8: <laughs> yeah. yeah. The game came <laughs> over.
1: Yeah. yeah. I always loved uh, when it came time to Thanksgiving, this shuts people up really quick. What were you thankful for this year? I'm thankful I don't have to answer this question. How about that?
8: very good that would be a whole lot yeah
1: yeah so i always found my sister and i we traveled together we found ourselves pretty much self-entertaining but this was also a time frank when not only did we not oh tim and casper says slug bug yeah the punch buggy game i saw a bug i get to punch it okay oh yeah but not only did we not have to worry about uh well we didn't have things like an iphone or we couldn't watch a movie but we also didn't have, you know, annoying little things like, you know, seatbelts. Uh, that was.
5: Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. to, to well, hold us our, back. Where's our priorities?
1: Right, yeah. Okay, This, there we go.
5: All righty. And high school indoor track and field, we're live here at the Campbell County Rec Center for the Basin Nation meet. Uh, these indoor track meets, because there are so few of them. Have a lot of folks. The, the first track, track meet they had here in July, and eight hundred and fifty kids are about about the same. So uh, we'll be we're having some field events right now. The track events will start at the top of the hour. High school basketball, uh, boys and girls play. And the Toronto will be at Cheyenne Central. Thunder Base over at Laramie. Evanston to Kelly Walsh. Sheridan to Cheyenne East. Gillette at Cheyenne South. And Wright will be at Glenrock. In men's college basketball tomorrow, the Wyoming Cowboys will be on the road at UNLV in Las Vegas. Folks, are five and three in Mountain West play. UNLV is four and four. That is a six p.m. start from the Thomas and Matt Center in Vegas tomorrow. Wyoming Cowboys will be at home meet Nevada tomorrow afternoon at two PM at the double A in Laramie. Cowboys are seven and two in Mountain West play after that loss to UNLV earlier in the week. And Nevada comes in at five and four. That's a two PM start tomorrow from the double And junior college basketball, the Casper College women beat L Triple C seventy five sixty three, so the Casper ladies are eighteen and five on the year, and L trip drops to nine and twelve. The Casper College men outlasted L Triple C last night, one oh one to ninety-four. There are hundred and sixty shots taken in that game. 160. 55 threes in that game. So Casper is 14 and 9 on the year, and LCCC is 12 and 11. The Casper teams will host uh, Eastern Wyoming tomorrow, after- tomorrow afternoon. And the C teams will be on the road to Rock Springs to meet Western Wyoming. High school wrestling, big duels in Grable. Rollins uh, coming up on Saturday in Southeast with a big duel meet coming up on Saturday. And our athletes of the week, or the Wire Preps Athletes of the Week, have been announced. Valerie Jurek from Star Valley, the girls' winner. She won the high jump in the 400 meters at the Pocatello Indoor Meet. And two of boys' winners, Rony Proffin from Kemmerer in wrestling, a three-time Rondon champion, and James Love from Lovell, who won the heavyweight championship at the Donna And that's it in sports. And the okay. roads are good, so we're good to go.
1: So you're good. How long are you going to be there today?
5: Probably maybe one or two in the afternoon.
1: No, oh, okay. Then you head on back to Casper. Yeah. And then Saturday and then, is... I, I, may
5: go, I may go to a basketball game tonight, but then I'll be off to uh, Rollins for wrestling tomorrow.
1: Oh, okay. So, yeah, again, you just go ahead and fill your weekend with all of this. Just watch out, according to Day for that morning fog. Other than that, you should get a bunch of rain, but be okay. I like that. Okay. Thank you, Frank. Coming up on some local business we have to take care of. We're going to roll into news time after that. National, local, update on your weather forecast. Stick with the Wake Up Wyoming app throughout the entire weekend if you haven't downloaded. It's free, by the way. Because if it's important, we go ahead and post it. If you want the alert, we'll even send you alerts, too. News, weather, sports, all of that information. And also old episodes of this show by podcast. Which you can listen to anytime you want using the Wake Up Wyoming app. Just hit on demand, hit Wake Up Wyoming, select the show you want. The shows are condensed, so you don't have to listen to all four hours. We just give you the meat of the program. It's Wake Up Wyoming.